Hey, this is your Using It Wrong, part of the OnePres pod. I'm Stephen Martin, joined by Phil Blackburn, and we're going to be talking about how Scripture is sometimes used incorrectly and how we can do better. Join us. Stephen! Phil! We're back! Yay! Another episode, the final episode of this season of You're Using It Wrong. You're going to make me sad. Don't cry. Okay. Be strong. I'm going to try. Be strong. You know, I think I can. I believe in you. It just, it, it, I know that we're coming back, hopefully. We will come back. Yeah. Yes. So that, I that will come back very soon. <laughs> Other Yay. people um, will be with me. Right. But then you'll be back. Yay. And it's not like you're going to, like, um, prison. No, you're going to be I here in church. on the table. Well... <laughs> Could Who knows? Be. Yeah, Who knows? we'll see how this episode goes before we decide what's on and off the table, Stephen. <laughs> we got an interesting topic today. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's our topic? We're talking about God's sovereignty. Big God's word. sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Can't fit that in Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that, because everybody's sharing their scores, and <laughs> yeah, that would be a big geez. one. God's sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to define it? You want me to define it? Go for it. Okay. God's sovereignty is basically God's freedom. Like, how free is God, mm-hmm. and how free are we? Right. That's the question, right? That's what we're kicking right. around. So if we're working under the you're using it wrong title of the pod, Ooh, yes. How do you, why did you bring this topic to us? Well, I assume that means you feel like it's been used wrong. Yes. Yeah, I do. I think that people like to say... Um, my God is bigger. My God is X, Y, and Z. My God. And and it seems like they're almost like custom ordering mm-hmm. God. And this is this is mm-hmm. mine. And this is how mm-hmm. I like him to mm-hmm. be. And then the next person gets to pick and choose and customize their God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think we all have an idea of we, we have a picture in our minds of what God looks like mm-hmm. or, or, or God's attitude towards things mm-hmm. or any, any, any sort of thing. But as a human who's never been to heaven, who, who has never... Wait, you've been to Oklahoma. Well, that is true. Okay, so close. <laughs> You're very close. Yep. Yeah. But um, I, I can't say that I know. I, I know God in my heart. I know God mm-hmm. in my soul, mm-hmm. like I have a relationship with mm-hmm. God, but I, I, that's almost like having a pen pal mm-hmm. to me, you know, I, I know them, but I don't, I don't know them as well as I probably could mm-hmm. or should. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those, those sorts of things, when people get really just super deep into it, maybe mm-hmm. they do, maybe mm-hmm. they do know God mm-hmm. more than me, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's necessarily how Scripture is, is I don't know. It, what, what's your take on all of this? Well, let's just kind of start at the beginning. So, um, my God, right? Yeah. My mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Um, there's that contemporary song, my God is an awesome God. Yeah. He reigns from heaven above. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the rest. But, like, that sort of language is, is kind of everywhere, Right. In America, like, my God does this, my God does that. Mm-hmm. Um, those things aren't necessarily untrue. I I mean, I believe God's fairly awesome. Yeah. Um, 
But what what you're naming, and I think what you have to be very careful with, is when you get into the possessive language. Mm-hmm. Like God, I can know God, right? I can follow God. Mm-hmm. What I can't do, this is where it breaks down a little bit, yeah. is own own God. Oh yeah, that's that's. And I feel like what you're naming, correct me if I'm wrong, is that we stray into that even if we don't mean to. Oh, yes, it is. Like, like God belongs to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know God better. I know what he wants yes. for this world better yeah. than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's we get into the negatives mm-hmm. of it. God would never let them do that. Right. God would never. Like, right. Like we know right. his mind better than right. he knows it. Right. Yeah. Um, that seems and, dangerous. Yeah, and that's pretty much been a losing proposition over the course of history, if you look at various events, um, that God would not allow X, Y, and Z to happen, even going back to the Gospels where uh, the the disciples would would, uh, question and correct Jesus (laughs) when he would talk about his death. Like, well, that can't be right. That's not how God works. If you're the Messiah, you can't be killed. Um, So this idea that we know Mm -hmm. better is one that's dangerous. So let me let me make everybody mad. Oh. Can I go ahead and do this? Yes. Let's end um, this season with a bang. With a bang. <laughs> so I'm putting myself into this category. So mm-hmm. I, as you know, Stephen, I go to church. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you go to church. I do. Right. Um, many people go listening to our podcast. I presume go to church. Yeah. Um, my church, your church, mm-hmm. our church, yeah. whichever church. Mm-hmm is not right. <laughs> like are you sure? Yeah. You're you're definitely I didn't realize you're going there. Yeah. Yeah. Like the every church, um, there's five thousand roughly mm-hmm. Christian denominations in the United States of America. Wow. Many people belong to a denomination or a tradition that believes theirs is the right one mm-hmm. and the other four thousand nine hundred and ninety nine yep. are either wrong or flawed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to say to you, uh, that's probably not true. <laughs> um, all of them, Yeah. every church that proclaims Jesus as Lord, mm-hmm. in my perspective, is right. Okay. And then every church that then tries to hang on that statement, this thing, this thing, this thing, mm-hmm. there are certainties, that are absolutes, the more of those you hang, the more likely you are to stray into what you're talking about, where you have created a God that you control. Right. Is that, um, well, a little shout out to Ken Peavy House. Yep. Uh, I was listening to the Ten Commandment podcast, yeah. and y'all are doing a great job. Thank you. If you haven't listened to it, it's it's very in line with how we talk about things here, and I, I enjoy it. But um, the idolatry one, mm-hmm. isn't that basically what that is without a statue? Mm-hmm. You're, you're it, basically crafting your own. It strays into it. Right now, listen, if you're saying Jesus is Lord, mm-hmm. I think you're okay on the idolatry piece. Yeah. But you can. what you're doing is you are so um, narrowing your understanding of what it means when you say Jesus, Mm -hmm. what it means when you say is, and what it means when you say Lord, that you are by definition, um, at the very least, closing yourself off. Mm -hmm. We don't want to create an anything goes sort of Christianity. I think that's that's dangerous where it's just whatever. Believe whatever you want. Right. Um, The church exists, though, 
to to kind of smooth over our own biases and edges. Right. Um, but uh, on the other hand, you don't want to so carefully restrict God right. um, and your conception of God uh, that you become myopic. Mm-hmm. Like I'll give you an example. Like this week, just to plug another thing that we do. This is not intentional. Um, <laughs> So uh, on Stress to the Nines, our morning devotional on Facebook, right. um, it's Valentine's week. So I'm talking about marriage and singleness. Yeah. Most Christians assume that the appropriate behavior for a Christian is to get married. Okay. That's not what Scripture says. <laughs> <laughs> right. Paul says it's actually better mm-hmm. to be single yeah. than it is to be married. So this is what I'm talking about. So like if you come to the place where like God really demands Mm -hmm. that we get married and wants us to be married and wants us uh, to find that perfect person and enter into that relationship, that 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 is the more faithful path than singleness. And if you're single, then somehow you have deviated from your discipleship or aren't fully following Jesus. Right. That's not what Scripture says. So... By pro- preaching that word, you have closed yourself off mm-hmm. to a lot of different possibilities for what it looks like to follow Jesus. Marriage is just one example of many. Right. Um, but so you want to be very, when we think about God existing in freedom, that freedom, uh, then we don't want to limit that on his behalf. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. I get you. No, I, I agree. I feel like we we like to... I, I just I, I think I've just heard it so much growing up that it, it's kind of there, but God is capable of anything. Mm-hmm. God can do anything. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we at the same time or in the same breath, sometimes we'd hear, "But He would never." Right. He would never do this. Right. He would never do that. But mm-hmm. you're thinking of it as a human would think it. Mm-hmm. There are restrictions on us because we live on a mortal plane mm-hmm. and we aren't. We aren't capable of mm-hmm. flying or, or right. creating universes or all right. these different things, but our Creator can. That's mm-hmm. kind of the whole point mm-hmm. of it. And so, if we say that uh, God can't or He He doesn't do miracles, mm-hmm. okay, well, why would you put Him in that box? Right. Just because you've never seen one, right? He's capable of anything, right? So when I when I believe. When I think and I pray and I, I, I imagine who God is, to me, I want to make sure that I'm imagining this God that I worship. And I'm trying to open my, my mind mm-hmm. up to this reality that I can't fully comprehend. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult mm-hmm. because I want to, and, and I hear, give your problems over to God mm-hmm. and all this. And we want to hold on mm-hmm. to those and everything and we have to take care of things ourselves but what i'm trying to get at is god is so big and we we trap him in our mortal mm-hmm. minds mm-hmm. yes right because we are limited right like and that's kind of i think a good way to, to frame it Stephen, is giving god freedom is also acknowledging our limitations to understand mm-hmm. um like uh, john calvin famous reformer talked about scripture as like the same type of language that you would babble to a baby or to a small child. You have a small child, right, Stephen? Oh, yes. Like, so you don't explain things to Reagan in the same way that you and Rebecca talk to each other. Right. You use different language. Yes. And so you use the language that Reagan can understand, Mm -hmm. hopefully, if she's in the mood. 
to understand it. Not the last couple days. It's been a minute. (laughs) Uh, If she's in the mood to understand it, then she can understand it. And and I think that's kind of where it helps. It's kind of freeing to Mm -hmm. think about Scripture and faith in that way, that, like, we're we're given something we can handle. Right. And it's not the full picture. Right. Um, And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where faith and trust come in. Yeah. Right. Like it's not like God gave us this thing. Like here's everything you about me that you could possibly know. It's like and his it, Tinder profile. Right. <laughs> yes. Just like his Tinder profile, because those are so uh, clear. I'm right. sure yeah. and uh, very honest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So like you know, I think the stuff we get in Scripture is is a, it's the it's the Bible. It's the yeah. it's the cooling that you do to a small child. It's the you want to go potty? You need you hungry? You want where? Where's mommy? Right. Like it's that type of language. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not what you would say to an older. I need you to find your mom because I need to ask her a question. You wouldn't say that to Reagan, right? So, our understanding and relationship to the language that God uses to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about Jesus being the Word, uh, the story of Jesus tells us more about God than the words that Jesus speaks, probably. Right. I don't want to diminish. I'm not trying to get into trouble here by diminishing scripture. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the story of the crucifixion and the resurrection is more powerful than the Sermon on the Mount, which I love. Right. But the story is tells us more. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, that's one thing that I've always come back to was once I read the Bible and once I, once I was older mm-hmm. and I was able to have my own interpretation mm-hmm. of what I was reading— to me, it wasn't this rule book. Mm-hmm. It was a love story. Yes, and it's it's yeah. through through the mm-hmm. ages we can see how God would say, "I made this for you. Mm-hmm. I made you to love me, and for me to love you. Don't do this one thing." Mm-hmm. And then we were like, uh, "I'm mm-hmm. going to do that one yeah. thing." And then <laughs> yeah. and then so then Satan comes in and yeah. and all these other things, and then God says, "Okay, I'm going to give you a pass." There's going to be some more rules now, but I still love you. Yeah. Love me back. Mm-hmm. And we're like, ah, but what if I love this instead? Mm-hmm. And, and it's just this perpetuating cycle of of God's trying to show us his... What, ch- chesed. Chesed, yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> a sermon spoiler. Sermon spoiler. <laughs> yeah. But if God loves us unconditionally and with out pause without you know even thinking about it mm-hmm. then that's what the entire scripture is leading up to is mm-hmm. the ultimate sacrifice the mm-hmm. ultimate like I can't do anything beyond this mm-hmm. I gave myself to you and yet we still are are arguing mm-hmm. about well God would never like mm-hmm. or God I God, please let the Bengals win tonight right like right just if the, if the Bengals win, I'll go to church every yeah. every Sunday for the rest of the year. Yes, exactly. Like, someone has made that deal, Stephen. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. It's probably the majority. Mm. Yeah, of Cincinnati. <laughs> yes. The entire town. Yes. The whole state is yeah. going to be in church yes. tomorrow. If they win. Or next week, right? But my, my I guess my other... and the, Okay, I'm going to go a slightly different direction. Yeah, please do. To make a point. Mm-hmm. And so, again, this is my turn to make a lot of people mad. Yeah, great. God is not a man. Uh-huh. God does not have genitalia. Mm-hmm. Okay, you see where I'm going yeah. with this? Father God is a title we gave to God. 
right? Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. God is everything. Yeah. God is, God is, yes. capital I-S, yes. right? So I wouldn't be surprised if I go to heaven and there's a giant bearded old white man. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I go in and there's a giant black woman or if yeah. I go in and there's a giant lizard like or a cloud mm -hmm. that just speaks and yeah. it has color like that that's the whole point is God just is yeah and to me it's more important to to mm -hmm. think of God beyond what I can yeah and I think that gets back to the babbling thing right mm -hmm. like oh we, that's what made me think of yeah, it yeah right like we think Gender helps us understand things. Exactly. And it helps give structure to things. So, like, God's maleness, though, is incidental. Right. Like, if you're really... It's not that it's big not, of a deal. It's not fundamental. Right, no. Um, and so, when you talk about gender as it relates to God, mm. uh, if you really focus on that, you are, in fact, diminishing. And then if you bring in all the baggage of masculinity from our culture into that yeah. conversation, so God has to be strong... God can't show emotion. Uh, God has to be tough. Exactly. Uh, you see where this goes. So mm -hmm. God becomes, takes on the properties of masculinity mm -hmm. uh, that are articulated in America in the 21st century yeah. uh, because of that. So you've got to, you're right. Like you have to kind of be extra careful to deconstruct that mm -hmm. just a touch so that you aren't hanging God's being on a word you understand right. or an image you understand. Mm -hmm. um, like if God fully described, like now we get the created in God's image and that stuff, uh, male and female. Well, yes. But so there is some sort of um, anthropomorphizing uh, going on there. But uh, to limit it so narrowly is, mm -hmm. is your point, right? right. That's what, I mean, that's, that's what we're talking about with letting God be God. Right. With this idea of so God's free to mm -hmm. express God's self, however. Yes. Uh, so anyway, mm -hmm. no, it, it's a good point. But, yeah, uh, I, I just, I and it's the same thing kind of that I, I try to remind the kids of, or, or if I look back on things that I, I learned when I was younger and kind of had to break down, is people come, people used to come, so my dad's a pastor, mm -hmm. and people would come to church especially in our denomination that I was raised in uh, for prayer, mm -hmm. and they wanted healing, mm -hmm. and it was a gimme, mm -hmm. gimme, gimme situation mm -hmm. if we're still talking about, like, children. Mm -hmm. I want this. I need this. And then they would get their healing, and they'd never come back. Mm -hmm. And I feel like <laughs> right. yeah. sometimes that's yeah. just how we... we yeah. It's it, To me, the gender thing is so much less important than the ATM God mm -hmm. that we, we mm -hmm. pretend to serve. Mm -hmm. We want God to do all these things mm -hmm. for us. It's the same thing. I'm, I'm, it's the same lesson I try to teach our oldest right now. Put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Mm -hmm. if, if God loves us and there was this huge love story and God made the ultimate mm -hmm. sacrifice and yet all you can do is say, God Please let the Bengals win. Like, right. is that really, is that really biblical? Are you, are you really a Christian? Like, yeah. and I don't want I I don't want that to feel too much mm -hmm. like a slap to the face. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, most people mm -hmm. that do those things are the loud ones mm -hmm. that make people scared to talk to Christians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or or kind of 
it kind of gets out of the, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? It's a distraction. Yes. Because, um, like, you know, I'm a big believer. One of the big words that I wish that we could reclaim better uh, is pilgrimage. Oh, yeah. Um, pilgrimage, like Christianity at the very beginning, if you go back into Paul's letters, was called the way, mm-hmm. which implies a journey. Pilgrimage was an image uh, that was pervasive in Christianity for 1,500 years. We are on, we are pilgrims on a journey. Yeah. We are traveling someplace. And, and that's very helpful in terms of, I think, getting to what you're talking about, where mm-hmm. it's not so transactional. It is about a process of me being in Christ over the course of my life. And I am in Christ over the course of my life in different ways because when you're on a journey, you are inherently in a different place tomorrow than you were today. And it gets back to that old cliche, which we talked about. Uh, We didn't name this one, but I think there's more truth in this one. Um, God doesn't change, but our perspective of God does change. As Mm -hmm. we get older and as we have more experiences and things happen to us and around us, our theology by necessity, I think, kind of changes. But more than that, our our identity as a disciple changes and our understanding of what God wants of us changes Mm -hmm. over the course of our lives as we grow. Um, so getting back to that idea of pilgrimage, getting away from the idea of we're in a process of exchanging things with God, Mm -hmm. like God, we give this, God gives that. (laughs) We give this, God gives that. That's control. That's taking away God's freedom. God may not want to give that. God may not care if you give this. (laughs) You have imposed that structure. Um, and it, it's not, and we like it because it gives us a feeling of control. Right. That's how that kind of stuff has always gone. It gives us a feeling of control in a very chaotic place. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's better, I think, for us to think of ourselves as pilgrims on a journey who are in a process of growing as disciples of Jesus, growing in our understanding, uh, growing in the depth of our commitment right. to that faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means a release of control yes. in a lot of ways because yeah. uh, we're not able to control really the trajectory of our lives. Uh, nobody who's lived a few decades is in the place they thought they would be mm-hmm. a few decades before, most likely. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, anyway, so I think that kind of, I hope that helps people. Like just the point of this this particular episode is loosen up. Yeah. yeah. Don't, you don't have to hold everything so tightly. Right. <laughs> uh, God's God's okay. Yes. God's good. Yeah. God's got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't have to have all of it. Right. And you probably don't. Then that's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You you don't have to have all of it. There's parts mm-hmm. of Scripture that contradict themselves. There's elements of our lives that are difficult to integrate into our faith. Yeah. There's eternal questions that people have asked for centuries. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Go to church. Be a disciple. Yeah. Love your neighbor. Pray. Read some Scripture. Oh, yeah hold your possessions lightly. Yeah. Like, these are all things, just try this stuff. Right. You know, hold it lightly mm-hmm. in that sense. Your faith is deep and strong, but let it let it grow a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, read read a book that you normally wouldn't. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking into the Bible and you're trying to deepen your faith, don't go back to the mm-hmm. same theologian every yeah. time. Read somebody yep. new. Yep. Look at look at all of this mm-hmm. a different way. Yeah. And let passages of scripture that go against your existing beliefs stand. Don't yeah. fix them. Right. Like that's always a temptation. I gotta fix yes. this. Okay. You don't have to fix it though. It's there. It's just there. Let it be there. It's yep. part of the story. Yep. So 
Well, Stephen, this has been a lot of fun. It has been. Uh, I will see you soon, but uh, our our listeners will have to wait a little while for us to be together again. I feel sorry for them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for many reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, everybody. uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Tasha and I are going to do a couple of weeks, uh, just us talking over the next uh, few weeks on Tuesdays about some conversations. And then we'll have a new special series for you uh, for Lent. Awesome. All right. Until next time, everybody. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to You're Using It Wrong, part of the OnePres Pod. On the OnePres Pod, you can find worship, Sunday school, and other educational content. You can also follow Stress to the Nines, another podcast with a daily devotion. For more information about First Presbyterian, go to onepres.org. And be sure to like and review this podcast wherever you find it. Until next time, 